I love food. This statement should come as no surprise to anyone who knows me. I love eating it, hearing stories about it, sharing it, preparing it, and watching it being prepared. Though I love binging the latest series on my streaming services, for the most part, my television is usually set to the Food Network. Aside from seeing it as the main protagonist on the small screen, I love the combination of food and film. Now, I'm not talking about buttered popcorn, M&Ms, or Twizzlers that we typically chomp down on during a movie, but rather food moments featured on the big screen. I'm Jenny, and on today's menu, movie food. With the Oscars on the horizon, I decided to compile a spread of food on film that serves up healthy doses of laughter and even tears that has been thought-provoking, culturally informative, or has invoked beloved memories. Ones that have warmed my heart and even sent hunger pangs to my stomach. So here's the dish on some of my on-screen favorites. I'll begin with the ones that to me embody the joy of food and cooking. The opportunity to gather with friends, family, and loved ones to break bread. The first of these is highlighted in Eat, Pray, Love, where the beauty of the eternal city is matched only by that of the food found in the marketplaces, piazzas, and restaurants of Rome. Who can forget Liz enjoying her apartment picnic for one or ordering a feast in Italian for her friends all'aperto? Not to mention, of course, the wonderful way in which she bids those same friends farewell by preparing for them an American Thanksgiving dinner in Italy, which of course gets eaten for breakfast. Similarly, I adore the scene in Under the Tuscan Sun where Diane Lane finds joy in unpacking her cookbooks and using them to prepare her daily specials for the contractors who become her new Italian family. I also love the scene in Mrs. Doubtfire where Robin Williams is beaming with love and pride as his children compliment him on the spaghetti dinner that he has prepared. Despite the turmoil of his family state, gathering around the table for a meal seems to make everything better, even if it's just for a short while. To the list of scenes involving sugo and spaghetti, I have to, of course, add The Godfather. When Clemenza gives Mikey a lesson on making spaghetti sauce, you start out with a little bit of oil, then you fry some garlic, then you throw in some tomatoes, tomato paste. You fry it. You make sure it doesn't stick. You get it to a boil. You shove in all your sausage and your meatballs and a little bit of wine and a little bit of sugar. And that's my trick. And here's a fun little bit of movie trivia for you. The recipe came from Francis Ford Coppola, who, of course, directed the film. And says he put the recipe in the script because if the film was a flop, at least whoever saw it would learn how to make spaghetti sauce. This classic moment can only be topped by another. Two adorable animated dogs sharing a bowl of spaghetti and meatballs on a checkered tablecloth serenaded by an accordion under the moon of a bella notte in Disney's Lady and the Tramp. Okay, so from that sort of romantic side, we move on to hilarity and... The first one, again, involves the talented and beautiful Julia Roberts. My second favorite Julia scene is the laugh out loud moment from Pretty Woman, where after struggling to remember which fork to use, she sends her escargot flying clear across the five-star restaurant where she's dining and comes back with slippery little suckers, aren't they? And we jump back to Mrs. Doubtfire for another moment of high hilarity where Robin Williams suffers that unforgettable hot flash when his buxom padded bosoms flame up while preparing dinner. Food comedy ensues, continues to ensue, in another favorite, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Classic lines like, Nico, don't play with your food. When I was your age, we didn't have food. And what do you mean he don't eat no meat? Okay, I make lamb. 
There are three things that every Greek woman must do in life. Marry Greek boys, make Greek babies, and feed everyone. And of course, the zinger. There's a hole in this cake. The most poignant and moving moment, however, from that same film, Tula's father giving his toast at his daughter's wedding. The, the speech goes something like this. You know, the root of the word Miller is a Greek word. Miller come from the Greek Milo, which is mean apple. So there you go. As many of you know, our name Portokalos come from the Greek word Portokali, which mean orange. So, okay, here tonight we have apple and orange. We all different, but in the end, we all fruit. Now, no discussion on flicks and food can be complete without making mention of the films whose subject matter is just that. The first, a romantic comedy, I'm a gal who loves your rom-coms, starring Catherine Zeta-Jones and Aaron Eckhart. And if you're playing Six Degrees of Separation here, he happened to star with an actress whose films made my list earlier. No Reservations is the name of the movie, and this too has a very memorable pasta scene in it. Hmm, I think we may be starting to see a pattern here. So in that scene, Chef Nick prepares some pasta in the restaurant kitchen, knowing that young Zoe hasn't eaten much with her aunt and head chef Kate. I have to admit that I particularly like that pasta pizza and tiramisu are all extras in this film. Aside from the feel-good love story and happy family ending in this film, what I found most noteworthy was the food analogy made by Kate's therapist during one of their sessions. Chef Kate tells her how she wishes there could be a cookbook for life with all the recipes telling you exactly what to do. And her therapist responds, it's the recipes that you create yourself that are the best. And speaking of films centered around chefs, how incredible was Bradley Cooper plating up French fare in Burnt and John Favreau creating those mouthwatering Cubanos with such care in Chef? From live action film, I transitioned to the lighthearted animation of Ratatouille. Disney seems to have quite a way with food as well. While this culinary cartoon about a food-loving rat who pairs up with a young kitchen worker, who is named after a pasta, by the way, in case you're keeping count, begins and ends with gourmet references. My favorite moment comes when food critic Anton Ego takes a bite of the title dish and memories of his childhood come flooding back to him. This scene in particular resonates with me as the premise of most of my blogs is how a dish can take me back to a particular place or moment in time. More recently, the Disney Pixar film Turning Red features an incredible scene of a stunning home-cooked meal being prepared, highlighting the beauty of Asian cuisine. Now, the next film should come as absolutely no surprise as a favorite for a food blogger, Julie and Julia. Aside from all the lovely scenery of the City of Love, I became enamored with the two non-fictional protagonists and their passion for food and cookery, and how they parlayed that passion into recipes for success. Being a total romantic, I admittedly declare Paul's poetic pairing of food and love one of my favorite lines ever. You are the butter to my bread, the breath to my life. And speaking of great movie lines, to eat good food is to be close to God, particularly if that food is Italian and happens to be pasta, or at least in this particular cinematic feature, Big Night. And this is the second film on my list starring my paisano Stanley Tucci. The story of brothers Primo and Secondo is one that I repeatedly enjoy. I admire Primo's conviction in the kitchen, refusing to dumb down his cuisine for ignorant diners and insisting that people should just come for the food. The greatest scene for me is the preparation of the timpano, where it's all hands on deck to work on the southern Italian specialty with great pride. 
And finally, as the dessert, if you will, I cap off my list with two films. First, the movie It's Complicated. I absolutely adore the scene where Meryl Streep and Steve Martin flirtatiously bake chocolate croissant and indulge in the sweetest moment of all, a passionate kiss. And I could not conclude without the mention of Chocolat, where the only thing more seductive than Johnny Depp is the cocoa bean being skillfully handled by the character Vianne Rocher. I absolutely adore the way a chocolatier in her shop creates such a stir in a small French village. From the cocoa nibs that rekindle the fire in a marriage, to the seashells that spark a new romance, to the hot chocolate that reunites a grandmother and her grandson. This film, as its tagline suggests, is sinfully delicious. While some of these selections may not be considered cinematic masterpieces, are come from films entirely dedicated to food. They feature some of the most delectable scenes on cuisine. Thanks for listening and be sure to tune in for more of my food fables.